Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning, 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 warning. You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. The lions from the past have been hunted just like they are hunted in the present and maybe the future. Some people believe lions are not worth saving because they don't bring benefits to us. So the poachers will probably drive all the lions to extinction. Other people think lions do matter culturally and ecologically. People in South Africa have breeding lion farms where they raise lions just to kill them. The most craziest part is, if you have a permit and if you're in an area where they allow you to kill lions, it's legal. Hunters say they are helping and saving the lions by killing them. Every year, 600 lions are killed. So experts are thinking the lions may be extinct in less than 20 years. I can't hear you, buddy. Back me up. Hello. Hey, what is up, guys? This is Brian and Emmanuel. Hello. And then this is What's Up. Remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y in your local little village. And well, you guys might be wondering, why are we talking about lions? Well, today's topic is lions. Yeah. Now you're kidding. You're kidding. Uh, the reason we put a lionality piece is because we're going to talk about uh, reg- last past week's reggae fest. And then why a lion? Well, the lion was actually the image for the reggae fest. And uh, well, for today's reggae fest show, we're going to mostly uh, put some interviews with it. We're going to put some free interviews. And um, the reason why we're putting free interviews is because, uh, well, we had a Prince pass, but unfortunately... We were in the, uh, behind the, behind the scenes. Yeah, like behind stage, backstage. Behind stage, exactly. Ooh. But unfortunately, they kicked yeah, us out. They told us we couldn't be there, so we couldn't interview a lot of artists, and uh, we had to go out and then tell people they want to get a free interview. And uh, actually, we got an interview with Charlie Organer. Um, He's a really famous uh, reggae artist, and but uh, unfortunately we couldn't find the interview. <laughs> so we have something. Well, we have some other stuff for you guys, and we also interview some um, vendors. We interview the funnel cake guy. <laughs> and um, I know y'all like y'all funnel cakes. Yeah, well, who doesn't like funnel cakes? Me. <laughs> I love funnel cakes. I don't like funnel cakes, but anyway, uh, we we just got some uh, cool interviews with some artists, and we got another uh, artist from another band called the Hip Cats. Hip and Cuts. well, right now you guys uh, are going to listen to one of the free interviews. And Hopefully, you enjoy. 
Yep, and then let's listen to it. Yep. Okay, so um, we're from Yolokali, we're a youth program, and well, what's your name? Maggie. Okay, nice to meet you, Maggie. What's your experience so far in Reggae Fest? Um, that's my first time, I like it, but we just came, cannot find any chair. Any bands or groups or musicians you came to see in specific? No, just the music. Like, you like anything reggae, psychedelic rock, yeah? I like everything reggae in Jamaica. Alright, well um, anything uh, cool or out of the ordinary you've seen lately? Uh, we just came an hour ago, not even, so I don't know. We can come back later and tell you more. Um, what's your opinion about the art um, that the artists are, are making right now? We didn't go through the places yet. <laughs> Alright, well... Um, any food you liked in specific? Did you try out any drinks? Italian sausage and vodka. If there was a reggae 2017, would you be willing to come? Sure, why not? Alright, well thank you Maggie, thank you for your interview and thank you for your time. You're welcome. Um, and one more question. Why, why you want a chair? Pardon me? Why, why you want a chair? Uh, somewhere closer to the music place. Okay. We can take it? Yeah, do you want to take it? Yes, we, we want to chair. You need to chair. Yes. And, and then you're going to uh, we'll bring, it bring, back. bring it back. When? Oh, uh, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah. Can, we, can we a little bit uh, earlier? Okay. All right. Where are you from? What did you say? Where are you guys from? Where are you from? Now the interview is fairly well. Perfect. No, where are you I'm, from? I'm from Mexico. Yeah, Mexico City. Well, we like to go to Isla Mujeres. Oh yeah, you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. We go there every winter. Oh, you go Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you. Well, hi, my name is Cecilia. What's your name? James. All right, James. And how are you liking Reggae Fest so far? It's a lovely day. Great vibes. Amazing food and the best people. Any foods in specific or drinks that you liked? I had the uh, Greek pita burger with eggplant sauce. The lamb ground pork beef combo is phenomenal. <laughs> the funnel cakes are really good too. I've had funnel cake before though. I've never eaten that and it was amazing. I like <laughs> the ethnic food. I gotta go ethnic. Yeah, I agree. Any bands you like in specific? Uh, my buddy's playing sax for Lee Satch Prairie, so that's the one I'm really looking forward to. I haven't really been paying attention up to the lineup specifically, but it's all sounded really good. What is your opinion about the art that the artists uh, have done so far? Um, I, I'm always a fan of seeing live art with music combined. Uh, I think my favorite's got to be uh, Nick Montes, the guy on the far end with the silhouettes and the sunset and the flamingos with the palm trees. It's similar to the stuff that I used to do when I was in high school, so it was nice. I got a chance to talk to him. He's a really nice guy, so the art really accentuates the overall experience. Yeah, we also have here in Yolo College, we have a street art program uh, for adolescents and kids. Uh, any words you would like to say about like anyone who pursues a career towards art? Ooh, anyone that wants to pursue a career towards art, my advice is don't listen to popular culture. Do exactly what you want to do. Study the classics and look for inspiration anywhere you can. Travel anywhere. Learn to live with less. Realize that expectation is the beginning of disappointment. So the less you expect, you'll succeed. And the, the, more humil the more humble you are, the better off you'll turn out. There's no happiness to find. It's how you live. It's how you travel. So if you're going to be creative, you've already won. 
It's just convincing everyone else that you're as accomplished as you are. Yeah, exactly. And um, well, last question: <laughs> Would you be down to come to Reggae Fest 2017? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. What do you do for work? I um, I'm a photographer. I do uh, castings for fashion editorials and commercials in New York, and occasionally I travel and scout people for commercials. So you live in New York, or, or I do live in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I came out here a couple of days ago. I'm here for a few more days. I went to the Hiatus Coyote concert on Wednesday. I went to a Cubs game on Thursday. I'm doing this today. I took it easy yesterday. I got an exciting week planned of fun stuff in Chicago. So this is the highlight so far. Nice. Well, thank you so much for uh, having us. And thank you for this interview. And we hope you enjoy the rest of Reggae Fest. Absolutely. No problem. First off, uh, how do you guys feel right now? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I've bought a few things from some of the vendors here, some cool pins. Uh, I got this hat that I'm wearing right now, which is really cool. I had to go back three times because I had to have a few beers to, you know, make it okay for my wallet to purchase it. But I'm all right. I'm feeling very good. All right. You're not seem dizzy? No, 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 no. <laughs> not dizzy at all. No way. All right. Well, um, have you guys, uh, did you guys go come to Rito Fest, actually? What was it? Bur Bur Rito Fest? No, we didn't actually. We we uh, ended up winning tickets to Reggae Fest here through D, uh, Do Three One Two. We submitted our uh, email addresses or whatever, and all of a sudden we were trying to figure out what we we're gonna do this weekend. And we get an e she gets an email. My girlfriend Angela here. We won free tickets to Reggae Fest. We're like, all right. Well, I guess we're going to Reggae Fest this weekend. All right. Well, um, any bands that you came here to see specifically? Uh, you know what, to be honest, I didn't really hear know about a lot of the people. I did have to do a little bit of research. I know uh, Iration, I maybe, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but I did end up speaking with a couple of gentlemen that said that a lot of these guys have actually worked with Bob Marley and, and uh, obviously the Marley family, Ziggy, Damien, all those guys, which I thought was really cool, you know, because uh, I didn't know that, I didn't know that, so. Um, so overall, you guys having, you guys feeling the good vibes? Oh, yes, I am only about good vibes. If there's no good vibes, then I tend to, I don't run away, but I walk quickly away, I power walk away from the bad negative negativity. All right, well, um, thank you for your interview, and uh, would you be down to come to Reggae Fest 2017? Yes, I would, and I would bring a lot more of my friends, because I, I kind of found out about it last minute, but I would definitely promote it uh, a lot sooner than later. All right, well, thank you. Well, who did we have the honor with? Uh, my name is Michael Bagger, uh, and I live in Old Town, and my girlfriend here is uh, Angela. All right, well, thank you guys, and we hope you enjoy the rest of Reggae Fest. Thank you, appreciate it. Okay, we're back. Hello, everybody. First, we want to give shout-out to the free interview people that we <laughs> got interviews from, which is Maggie, James, and Michael. Yeah, they're cool. And remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y in Jolikian Little Village. And well, uh, I really like these interviews. Actually, uh, <laughs> it was funny because Maggie, she actually, the way we had to interview her is because she went to the Yolo Kelly stand and asked for a chair. And well, when she was there, we just like took the time and then asked her for an interview. <laughs> she said she's going to give it back like at 10. <laughs> oh. In the morning, in the uh, PM, they were like, "Oh, did she ever give back the chair?" True, I'm not sure. We we're not even sure if she ever gave <laughs> back the chair. Hopefully, she did. 
also James. Well, he was uh, James and Michael. They're talking pretty much about art and stuff, too. And they had like they gave a really cool um, opinion about their art. But uh, besides that, um, besides like the cool music, the whole the cool uh, vendors, the cool people in there, that was actually good food. And then who doesn't like food, you know? Like what's what's that? That would be the only thing missing from uh, from a fest if there was no food. And uh, well, we we're talking about food like burgers. Hot dogs, drinks, fries, chili exactly. cheese dogs, <laughs> nachos with the guacamole, pizza, and besides pizza, funnel cakes too. And then who doesn't like funnel cakes? Well, I, not me, but I love funnel cakes. Funnel cakes are bomb. <laughs> and what makes funnel cakes better is that I only have them once a year, or usually once a year, which is um, August Fest here in Little Village. So that makes it even better whenever I get a. Funnel cake. Yeah, and uh, well, we have an interview with a funnel cake uh, guy. But f- first, we're gonna go with a song from one of the artists that play there. Well, one of the people that play there. His name is Charlie Organizer, and then this is a song that he did with a with a band called the Split Fighter, the the Price Fighters, and this song is called Trouble. Enjoy. Oreos and PB and J. So, um, tell us, like, um, uh, well, what's basically your role here in Reggae Fest? What's what? What's your role here? Like, uh, what's my role? I'm the owner. All right. Uh, have you guys had like a lot of customers lately? Yeah, we've been doing pretty good. How's it like? How are you liking Reggae Fest so far? Did you come for a specific band in Reggae Fest or not? No, actually, a friend of ours from Bachi's Pizza's got us a stand here, so. I don't listen to much reggae music, but it seems to get a good crowd. We have Italian ice, Oreos, deep fried funnel cakes. Would you be down to come to Reggae Fest 2017? Uh, yeah, it seems like it's pretty good. There's three people selling funnel cakes though, so we'd have to, if you get too many people, it's not profitable selling the same item. Usually they only have one person selling that item, not three. So it depends how the rest of the night goes. Okay, so what do you think about Reggae Fest in general? Like, what have you seen so far? Like, what do you think about it? Um, the crowd has been very pleasant. Um, there's quite a few people here. The bands have been good. It's cool out. And so far, so good for the first year. And um, a fun question that Brian has for you. What would you tell people who doesn't like funnel cakes? What do I tell them? What would you tell them? They're missing some great food. <laughs> I told him he doesn't like funnel cakes. Do you know the, the story, the history about funnel cakes? Well, it was Pennsylvania Dutch is the brand we use. It's been around for years. It's more the more of the expensive uh, mix. They have cheaper mixes, but we use this. It's more expensive, but it's been around for probably 40 years. They've been making. Actually, 
actually I was I was um commenting them to them that uh, my dad works in a, a company that they make those um, gold metal. Yeah, they make uh, like um, mixes for like pancakes and funnel cakes. Yeah, and they it's work similar with to a pancake mix. Yeah. And they work with that one, that brand too. To, you add water to it and you you mix it with a mixer, so it's pretty easy to mix up. All right. Well, I just bought one of your funnel cakes. Thank Thanks, you. I think it's good. I appreciate and, um, it. Yeah. And thank you for your interview. And Great. we would like to see you again next year. Hopefully, we'll see you next year. Hello everyone, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Chicago, and we are currently broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali in Little Village. Before we start, I want to give some shout outs to um, people that comment on the Lumpen Radio comment section. And if you want some shout outs, hopefully you could go in the comment section. I want to give a shout out to Yellow Collie. Obviously, they're awesome. Watermelon, what's that girl name? Watermelon Alicia, something like that. Hey, girl, from the hood. Stephanie Bobo, um, Blob, and Rainbow Alicia. So, my favorite is um, Rainbow Alicia. Hey, Rainbow Alicia. So. And well, you just heard an interview with a funnel cook guy. He actually knew a little bit about the. The story funnel cake, which is cool and impressive. Uh, we didn't know, we didn't talk to you about the funnel cake. And besides the funnel cake and the food and the music, there also are vendors. There are also vendors. There's stuff. We also got to interview one, um, two of them actually. They were in the same, uh, the same tent, and they give us like really cool. Um, they give us a really cool information. They even gave us a free pin <laughs> at the end. So um, let's listen to it and hope you guys like it. Woo. Hi, I'm here with a vendor and I'm Jennifer Galan and I'm part of the National Museum of Mexican Art. Our program is at Yolo Cali, it's called What's Up, that's our radio, and we're here with... Alfredo. Okay, so how do you feel of being here in the... Great. You know, chilling in Chicago, you know, the skyline, you know, doing a little bit of business listening to the reggae music, you know, chilling with my friends here. We got Kara, Ruben here is an artist, Kara's a hairdresser, I'm an entrepreneur here with my business. You know, we just all chilling here, having a good time, you know? Okay, uh, so what's the, an artist you were looking forward to see right here in the Reggae Fest 2016? I'm sorry, say that again? What artist or band was uh, a band you were looking forward to see on the... Lee Scratch Perry. Did you get to see them? Did you get to see them? Like up close? Up there? I wish. I wish I could meet Lee Scratch Perry. But I'm here working, you know? Okay. Uh, so can you tell a little bit about your business? And well, you are a vendor, so can you tell us what you're selling and, or what's going on here? I work with different artists. They, they uh, make my p uh, designs for my pens for me. Ruben. Ruben is one of the artists that makes one of my some of my designs for my pins. You know, you should you should talk to him, try to get some feedback about his art. You know, what you think? So, well, quick question: Since you're the the artist for for the shirts, not for the shirts, for the pins. I'm one of the artists, but we have several artists. We got over like what, what is it like over over uh, about two thousand artists. Two thousand artists that. We make our pins, he makes pins out of, and he actually represents us 
more than it's like better than a gallery because he does a lot of festivals across the United States. So he's carried his artwork, our artwork, and he's little boot and he's boosting every festival. And people on the world, all the states get to see limited edition prints of our artwork made into pins. And you know, and it's a really nice honor when they have them in their hats and they wear them. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But it's also cool that he chose me as one of the artists to like show up one of those pins and put my designs in. What uh, what are some things that inspire you to do the pins or to make the signs for the pins? What what do you inspire yourself to to make the designs? It's um, the experience of being at a festival, the camaraderie. Um, a lot of these festivals are very communal and it's about like really social. So that inspires designs and images to like put it on a pin. But you get it from everywhere when you are around, especially from these festivals. That's what you get that inspiration. You know, like yeah, that's where we get them. As an artist, how do you feel about? Just like having your designs on pins and having them sold here at Rito Fest, or I mean, <laughs> the Reggae Fest, and yeah, maybe like a lot of people buying them and having them. What's well, more, of the exposure, and uh, it's an honor. It's an honor because he worked himself up. Actually, this T-shirt is where he started. He started vending these T-shirts over. Hey, Alfredo, how long was it when he started with these shirts? Thirteen years. Thirteen years ago, he started with T-shirts. On his, on his car, going festival to festival, and now he comes to like, now he has his own product and he's hiring a dozen artists and he's promoting us. So it's kind of nice to see that evolution because we went to college together. And it's kind of nice to see how our, we still were friends, we stuck up together, and how all this evolved. Because I've seen him, how, his, how, how he came up, and now, you know, it's still a struggle, but still it's, a uh, very intimate struggle because it's your, it's your, it's what you're doing, what you love to do, and that's what's really fun about seeing what he's doing, and he loves doing it, you know, and, and he's sharing it with me. I've seen a lot of bands, I've seen, I mean, you know, I've met a lot of people, and it's really nice. It's really nice to have a good support like this. Well, uh, what was your favorite artist you were looking forward to seeing on Reggae Fest 2016? Hip Cat. Did you see him? No, I, I. They haven't been here since 18 years. Traditional two-tone Scott band from LA. Phenomenal band, man. It was very phenomenal. Them and Lee Scratch Perry. You know who Lee Scratch Perry is? He's a producer for Bob Marley. He produced Bob Marley's music, and he's 84 years old, and he's still giving us his presence. And he's gonna be like, you know, he introduced dub. He introduced a lot of the genres that we appreciate now. So. Them two basically are mainly the ones that I'm excited to see. Uh, what uh, I would say, do you like do you like another genres uh, out of like reggae? I like all genres, everything, because you know it's it's good to have an open mind. You know, I mean, like my parents are from Mexico, so I grew up with rancheritas, banda. We grew up with. Uh, indigenous music. So it's good to have that open mind into like, because music just speaks to yourself. It speaks to you. And if you have an open mind, you'll like it. I mean, you'll, you'll find something that you'll like. So I'm open to any genre. I, I, I was fortunate to have parents who were raised me that way, you know? Yeah. Well, in one word, how do you describe uh, the Reggae Fest 2016? What, in one word, how do you describe it right now? Community, good vibe. I know it's two words, but like, good vibe. 
good vibe, just positive vibe. We're very communal, very accepting, 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 accepting everyone's here to judge you or nothing, you know. And no one's over drinking, no one's overboard with their attitude. It's just so communal, acceptance, acceptance, you know. Well, thank you very much for the interview. I appreciate it. And we were here with? Uh, Catch a Fire, Alfredo Weeks. Alfredo Weeks, Catch a Fire. That's our booth, that's his booth. Oh, we just like to give a shout out to the human race that is very compassionate and that's not ever giving credit for their compassion or it's not on television or it's not on uh, media that or doesn't get a thousand likes. We like to give a shout out to those people who are under the radar and, are, and forgotten and those that they help are not forgotten. They never forget their kindness. So shout out to the humanity race and the kindness of the people who treat people like a human being. Okay. Thank you so much. And, uh, well, can you use, um, uh, present yourself? I'm Ryan Movahead. I'm the finance director for Section 8 Chicago. We're the Chicago Fire Supporters Group. Right. And, uh, I just want to have a question right now. And what are you guys doing here at, uh, at Reggae Fest? What are you guys doing right now? Yeah, we were asked to be an event sponsor. It's like a vendor where uh, we just set up soccer, tennis, and small-sided games. We've had a lot of the parents drop their kids off over here and get some cardio in while they enjoy the music. Nice. Yeah. And, um, well, overall, well, what have you seen so far at Reggae Fest? What do you think about it? I took a lap down the art over there, like the live art they're making on the spot. And it's, it's I mean, honestly breathtaking. There were a lot of people taking pictures of it, probably people leaving with a few pieces. That was definitely my favorite part about walking around here. And, uh, what do you think about uh, Reggae Fest in general? Gr it's great. Everyone's been miles beyond friendly. Like, you get to attract a really friendly crowd to a lot of festivals. But I'd say this this place, everyone's been welcoming and, and kind and conversational. Uh, what uh, did you come to see any band in specific? I'll be honest, no, I didn't. Uh, I, I'm enjoying everything I'm hearing so far. We're a little bit removed to really get into it, but no, I mean everyone's been good so far. And um, what are you guys doing with this uh, mini thing with a soccer ball? Yeah, we had a little tournament earlier with some of the some of the more competitive elements of Reggae Fest. They came over and did two on two soccer tennis here, and uh, did, did a nice little round robin tournament. Uh, why do soccer tennis? Oh, because it's, it's a good accessible thing to play. You don't have to be good at it because no one's really that good at it. It's that challenging. So we just had a few people come in and get some kicks in. And uh, one last question. Uh, would it be down to come to Reggae Fest one of these next year? Absolutely. It's been a great time. Why? Just the people. The people have been friendly. Everyone's been nice and the music's a good atmosphere. All right. Thanks a lot for like, taking your time. and for the questions. Sure, thank you. And uh, right here we have some pins. Hello everybody, you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio Chicago, currently broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali and Little Village. I want to give a shout out to Vanessa, whoop whoop, for commenting to Stephanie and Diego, Lion King, woo, because today is, you know, Lion <laughs> And also, I want to apologize to uh, Watermelanisha because she deserves my total respect. And I apologize for saying Watermelanisha. Y'all hashtag Watermelanisha, okay? So, yeah. Uh, now, Brian, what do you got to say? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Watermelanisha, for saying your name wrong. I didn't even know you, you put your name Watermelanisha. But either way, let's go back to the topic. Um, so, you guys just heard a... Uh, uh, through two interviews 
with uh two uh vendors actually well one of them were vendors and the other was uh one guy from the chicago fire he was just like sponsoring stuff they put a like a mini it's like a mini uh volleyball uh tent but it was like for soccer so like basically you play like volleyball but you use your feet and it was something uh pretty weird i've never seen it before but they actually got a lot of people to play with it and the vendors the um, they're they're two uh <laughs> one of them we had to interview one of them and uh and uh i actually got to um, talk to the one of the the guys who designed one of the pins they give us one of their pins and stuff and then they give us like really cool information about the bands they, they were looking forward to see and <laughs> Yeah, and uh, well, besides that, we also saw like many uh, artists, uh, uh, like they they were like just like um, freestyling uh, stuff and uh, like the big uh, wooden boards, and uh, we got to interview one of them. Actually, she he got he got a pretty uh, trippy piece, and uh, actually we actually like it. And then here's the interview. Hi, um, I'm Cecilia. Um, what's your name? Uh, Natalie, but Suburban Warrior is my art name. All right, so we see that you're doing a piece right here. Well, you're finished doing one. So um, what inspired you to um, do this painting? Well, a lot of the colors are like summery and bright and fun, like chill, just kind of like the environment. But I've been drawing, there's like a beast character in there. So I've been kind of drawing those lately. They're kind of like these nomads, like ancient creatures. So just kind of messing around, having fun today with it. What brought you here to Reggae Fest? Um, I'm here with Chicago Trueborn. They sponsored all of these paintings back here. There's at least eight of them and then some others. So it's um, Sarah at Chicago Trueborn got us all here to live paint today. So Nice. And are you enjoying it so far? Yes. I got my lemonade and my, you know, it's really nice to keep me cool. It's been kind of hot, but it's been a really fun time. And the environment's really fun. So Yeah. We definitely have a very humid environment right now. Yeah. Any bands you came here to, like, specifically see? No, not really. I, I just kind of was like, sure, I'll come paint at Reggae Fest. Why the hell not? It's been fun. I mean, everybody's been really great. So the music's just gotten better as the day has gone on. So. so what art do you typically do? Um, I've been doing some big murals like these or bigger walls with spray paint, but I do a lot of acrylic painting and like ink drawing and stuff like that. So. We actually have a program in Yolokali where we do street art. And um, what would you say uh, to the youth out there like about um, pursuing a career in art? I say just go for it. I mean, it's really hard, it's difficult, but if you have enough passion and drive, like you just gotta find the right connections, the right places, the right opportunities, and you can do it for sure. Just gotta practice, keep it going. Well, um, last question. Would you be down to come to Reggae Fest 2017? Yeah, I would totally come back and paint again. This has been fun, so I'd absolutely come back. It's been a good time. All right, well, thank you. It's been a pleasure, and um, we'll enjoy your time in Reggae Fest. Thanks, guys, and check me out on Instagram, at Suburban Warrior. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Okay. Hello, everybody. We're back. Um, as you heard, that girl just gave out her Instagram, so follow me at emmy underscore 135 on Instagram. Yeah, really popular. <laughs> and follow um, Yolokali on their Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, all that cool stuff. At Yolokali. Yeah. And we're going to give a shout-out to Gil. Via Palooza and Ray. Ray. Woo, Ray. For the four of you guys, uh, don't miss Via Palusa, which will be um, August 27th. I'm right, yeah, August 27th. Just go on their website, y'all. <laughs> go on their website. <laughs> August 27th, you guys we're gonna will be see there, right? Cool bands like Los Crudos. Are we uh, gonna be there? Yes, of course. Yes, we're gonna be selling 
merch there hopefully yeah that comes going to be y'all should come there. buy all our buttons sketchbooks um Stickers. zines our cool new zine yeah buy all our cool stuff yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. well right now we have a uh, uh, really surprise for you guys before and before that uh we're gonna listen to a song by the hip cats called beautiful and that band was at um at reggae fest so enjoy This is Alex Dezer of Hepcat. Man, you need to listen to What's Up on LumpinRadio.com if you know what's good for you. And that's a little frog in my throat. Hey, y'all. Like like y'all heard, y'all should be listening to What's Up if y'all know what's good for y'all. So, we're back. Um, that was just... Who was that, Brian? Tell us who that was. Well, that was, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Deezer, uh, the, the current singer from the band The Hip Cats. Hip Cats. So, yeah, he's very famous. Um, I'll say a tiny bit about him from what I know and what I researched. He's uh, um, a singer in the band um, The Hip Cats, like um, Brian told you. And he's also an actor from a few TV shows and movies that some of you guys might know. Um, I knew him. He's from um, shows and movies like um, The Flash, not the newest Flash show. It's from like an old time ago. And The Avengers, um, an animated like series, I guess. I Earth's Mightiest Heroes ones. from like 2010 to 2013. And other m- popular, well, not popular, but movies that came out not so long ago on Disney Channel, like um, Let It Shine and Invisible Sisters and other shows and movies like that so yeah he's pretty popular like me and i think i'm more popular but you know (laughs) yeah well and uh we had also had the opportunity to give it an interview and this is what we got Hello, um, I'm Jennifer Galan. Um, uh, I'm with Yolokali, a youth initiative of the National Mexican Museum uh, Museum of Arts, and and we're here with. Oh no, I hear you perfect. Hi, I'm Alex Dezer. I sing with the band Hepcat. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about being in the Reggae Fest 2016 here in Chicago? I feel very grateful and humbled to be here, and actually. It's really, it's an honor to be at the first one in Chicago and to be able to play and share my music. How did you feel the people here in Chicago since it was your first, it's your first time being here? How do you like it so far? Well, I love Chicago. Chicago people rock. Um, Not my first time here. Um, But this festival felt really good too. Everyone is really responsive. I've always loved Chicago. I grew up in New York. And so whenever I come to, and I live in Los Angeles now, so whenever I come to Chicago, I'm like, oh, this feels a little New York-ish, you know, but it's it's very nice. I like it here. 
Can you tell us a little bit more about your music and the band? And um, Well, like I said, we're called Hepcat. Um, we do traditional ska music and reggae and rock steady. Um, and we've been doing it for a long time. 1989, 1990 or something like that. And so we haven't been to Chicago since 2004. We used to play here all the time. And, you know, we just try to make music that makes people dance and have a good time. And I think it works. And we like to sweat. We sweat a lot. What would you say to those generations that still hear the head cat till now? Those generations that are like millennials and still hear the music? I'd say just let music keep inspiring you. And that's the beauty of music is that you grab onto one piece of music and if you like it and you're passionate enough, it'll lead you down another trail to another kind of music, which will lead you to another trail until next thing you know, you're, you have so many influences all around you. And that's the way Hepcat was too. We started, you know, trying to sound like one thing, which led us to another place, which helped us find our own voice. And that's the beauty of music and life. Um, how do you, how does the band attempt to like have a bond and still be together after all these years? Since you said it was since 1980. There's a lot of fights. <laughs> We're a family. You know, that's the thing with these guys. It's, we're brothers now. And so no matter what, we know we have each other's back. You know, going through the good and even when it doesn't feel so good, we know it's all out of love. Okay. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So if the headcaps was a food, what type of food would it would you guys be? If headcap was a food, what kind of food would we be? We'd be a guilty late-night dessert pleasure with <laughs> chocolate and fudge and vanilla and strawberry. Maybe a couple of marshmallows on top, too. And then you'd put it in the microwave and let it get real gooey. And then you'd put it back in the freezer, let it freeze up so you have the gooey freeze going on. That's what we are. How come? How come uh, all that delicious, uh, weird... Uh, different flavors the certain because we sweet <laughs> sweet and good <laughs> good late night delight <laughs> yeah that sounds appetizing <laughs> listen to the delicious dessert <laughs> thank you you're welcome thank, thank you, you so much appreciate it no problem thank you. Glad I could Hello everybody, we are back. And we are back. Remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. Broadcasting live from City Y in Yolo Cali, Little Village. Woo, Yolo Cali. Yeah. <laughs> My voice sounds really different right now. I don't know why. But anyways, hopefully you enjoyed his interview. Yeah, actually, this is it's, it's impressive because they haven't been, uh, the band, Hipcat, they haven't been here since 2004. And then they said they have, they will play before that. They will play a lot in Chicago. Yup, a lot. And a um, lot. yeah, um, he was uh, Alex was really nice. He was really cool. It was he's really funny, and uh, he I like the part where he said that the band will be like a really chocolate multi sweet dessert. 
like extra you, chocolate. Yeah, then you put it in the fridge and then you put it back to the to the microwave and then put it back to the fridge and stuff. <laughs> I just That's I just a big process. <laughs> and well, we have a next next thing we have is an interview with Chema. He actually is uh, the person who designed the logo of the of the band, and he also has like a really close bond with a. Uh, Charlie, uh, organized from the, the the guy from that play and the the Prince Fighters, and actually really good friends. And they he actually made like a few covers uh, for the for a few of the, his albums, like the one where he played with the Prince with the Prince Fighters. And uh, this person's a really cool man. Uh, he's a he's a great artist, and then he had a lot to say the the this day. So we're gonna play that interview, and mm-hmm. we hope. We we well, hope you enjoy. You hope you. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Uh, this is Jennifer from Yolokali Youth Initiative of the National Museum of Mexican Arts, and we're here with Chema Scandal. T- <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit of what you're doing right now? Well, right now I'm painting a small uh, wooden board. Uh, we were invited by Reggae Fest uh, to participate here with a live painting. So, yeah, I'm doing a, a tribute piece to the to the reggae fans all around the world, and uh, especially uh, the, uh, the the supporters that have been doing stuff since the '60s. Promoting reggae, ska, and all that stuff. Okay. Can you tell us uh, a little bit more about, like, this, who are the supporters? Because I think that that one looks so much like you. I don't know if you did it because you were doing it for you. Meaning that it was you or someone else? <laughs> no, not really. It's, a, it's just a guy. Uh, well, uh, when people listen about uh, reggae music, the first thing they, they think about is uh, Rastafarians or, you know, people with dreadlocks. Of course, reggae comes from Jamaica, but reggae goes back, way back. Uh, reggae music is the evolution of Rocksteady, and Rocksteady is the evolution of ska. So, reggae would be the grandson of ska, which is the original uh, independent music from Jamaica in the 60s. So I'm just uh, portraying the the fans, the reggae fans that are not uh, specifically Rastafarians. Uh, so what was your what's your the your favorite brand or what band were you looking forward to see here at Reggae Fest 2016? Well, uh, I wanted to see Derek Morgan, who had a great show earlier today. He's one of the originators. Uh, Charlie Organer, too, he's my friend, and he's uh, one of the pioneer musicians from the, the island. Uh, and of course, Toots, Toots and the Metals. Also, Keith and Tex, the, the, it's their first appearance here in Chicago. They're a duo. Uh, so they came uh, all over to play here for the first time. And Hepcat, the band from California that played earlier, they are uh, 
They are uh, uh, a 90s revival ska band. So that's when I I got into into I, into music. Uh, because uh, yeah, I, I started exploring about uh, ska and reggae because of bands like them, like Hepcat. What has been your experience with music? Because well, we we've seen that you're an art as an artist. You've been involved a lot on the music scene. How come? Well, I would say uh, I have a strong influence from music in my work, my body of work, and my, my person. Uh, so, just to begin with, uh, Scandal, my artistic last name, it comes from Ska. So, yeah, so uh, I, I really like Ska music, uh, all the different waves of it. Of course, the, the original sound from, from Jamaica in the 60s, and then uh, the 80s sound, the revivals. Uh, different revivals all around the world and, and some Latin American bands. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, well, I started doing fanzines in Mexico, uh, organizing shows, uh, DJing, uh, looking for records, and even producing some cassettes and CDs back then. And then I pressed the vinyl, one of the of the first uh, ska pressings of, of the early 2000s in Mexico. So I, I've, do, I've done a lot for the, for the music I really like. And then I, I met a lot of artists. They invited me to do their record covers and merchandise. So now I'm friends with a lot of them. And here we are <laughs> in Reggae Fest. Uh, what are you? Can you tell like your favorite ska bands so far? Uh, from what period or? Uh, let's say Latin America. From Latin America? Oh, I I really like uh, Los Intocables from Argentina. I like the early Los Fabulosos Cadillacs when they were very influenced by British bands. Again, from the 80s. And uh, the Sorten Publico from Venezuela, they're really good. Uh, also, I would say bands like uh, Los Pies Negros from Puerto Rico. Uh, I don't know, there, there are many, but uh, curiously, there are not that many coming out from Mexico. And I was al always uh, very involved in trying to promote the 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 original rhythm of ska because in mexico we had some bands that played a little bit of ska but also cha-cha-cha and cumbia and then punk rock and they and they were mixing all those rhythms in one song which was a strong influence by uh, 90s ska bands from the u.s so they they took that influence like playing so fast like ska punk and i really wasn't into that so uh, little by little, we started having some bands in Mexico, but uh, sadly, they are not very well recognized until this day. You you have more popular bands, which are very well known, but their music is not that good. For me personally. And some of them are good, but they are not ska. So why do they 
say they're always playing ska. I don't know. But yeah, there are some good bands. Tijuana No, for example, they play some punk uh, songs and they had some very fast ska, but I like them. They were good. Well, they had a message too, so strong political message. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that you have worked with uh, some some uh, bands like the Price Fighters. You you do you did their covers on the their web page. We we see like a boxer, like a fish monster boxer. Is were you the illustrator of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that for them. That's uh, a special commission. Uh, I think it was a T-shirt for, and I usually draw some monsters, so they like that. It's like a mutant uh, prize fighter. So yeah, I, those are like my characters. I I usually do. It's not a fishman, but yeah, like for me, it's like uh, the evolution of the human species. So I don't know. They're monsters. What influenced you to to draw these type of monsters with fins? Because I think your mask, like on pictures, it's like fins. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. How do you explain your 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 um, art pieces and your what influenced you to draw these? Well, uh, I was thinking about what I said earlier. Uh, thinking how we are gonna evolve. So probably I was listening to the news about global warming and the poles melting. So I was just like, uh, we're gonna become more aquatic beings. But not necessarily, I mean, uh, we definitely are destroying this planet, uh, little by little and every, every minute. <laughs> so it's a, like a kind way of looking at our evolution but for sure i i don't think we're gonna evo evolve like a monster we are monsters already that's a, that's the idea behind those characters uh we know that you have like a type of bond with charlie cameron and we um we know that you help him i believe connect with the prize fighters uh, 2014 or can you tell us more about that tell more th uh, about this collaboration with him and how you guys will form a bond and how you helped him yeah uh, well Charlie he's uh, one of the foundation musicians in, in Jamaica and the thing is uh, he used to play in the, all the the old recordings on the early tunes. you listen to an harmonica it's probably Charlie yeah, from I'm talking about 1962 until 1965 and or to seven. So when I was living in Mexico, I knew about him, his name, and some of his records. But I, I, I thought he was dead <laughs> until I came to Chicago and I met a friend that lived in Jamaica and also, he's also a musician. He told me. You know who's living here in Chicago? Charlie Organer. And I told him, no, he's dead. Long time dead. He was like, no, 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 he lives up in Evanston or Rogers Park. But I met him in the 80s or something like that. So this was for 2011. And I started looking for him. 
So Charlie Organer, Charlie Organer. It resulted uh, he was using his name, real name, Charles Cameron. So he was performing like uh, Charles Cameron, yeah. So I I cannot recall how I found his telephone number, and I called him. So he was I was asking him, hey, are you Charlie Organer? And he said, uh, yeah, who's this? <laughs> But at the end, uh, yeah, we I met him. I went all the way to Kenosha. He was performing a independent Jamaican Independence Day party. So that's August fourth, uh, August sixth, two thousand eleven, and that's how I met him. So we started talking. And he 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 told me like, hey, are you the crazy guy asking me about this Charlie Organer? And uh, he noticed I'm from Mexico, so he was very. Uh, yeah, interested in how I met him. Or, yeah, and then we we started collaborating. I invited him to so, so, some shows uh, that are more like uh, for wider audiences because he was just performing for a very small Jamaican community here in Chicago. So he came over and uh, he started performing with us. And then we brought some uh, stars from Jamaica, and it resulted they he met them, but 30, 30 plus some uh, years ago. So they were like, "Hey, Charlie, are you living here in Chicago?" And they were so happy to meet him. Like Stranger Cole, they they haven't seen each other in probably thirty-two years. So they they were recording back then reggae, and when they found each other, they were almost crying yeah can you imagine so uh, it was it was a very good experience and then uh, we didn't have a good backing band here in Chicago so the closest one was uh, Price Fighters from Minneapolis so after that they started recording and they had a small tour in the winter of 2014 so we toured with them, Price Fighters and Charlie, in Germany, uh, Czech Republic. Um, I think they went to Poland. So they did a European tour, Austria. So yeah, that, uh, well, a lot of people that know their music over there, they were happy to see him performing. Yeah. How do you consider the relation between you and Charlie now, and Charlie Cameron, being a like being a fan or and then working with him and collaborating with him? How how did that make you feel? How what type of relationship do you guys have now? Well, we are friends now, of course. Uh, he has been at my place. I go to I I know his wife, his uh, sons. So uh, yeah, we are we are friends, and uh, he he's actually a very nice person. He he's a a very nice guy. Uh, I don't know, a very unique and very true person. Yeah, we have a lot of things in common, and uh, also like social political stuff. He al also he supports y the youth in Jamaica. He, he works with the consulate of Jamaica here, and they fundraise money to, to have scholarships in Kingston. So he's not only, he's a very advanced person, like a human being. He supports his community, 
he supports his people and yeah and he but he's not just talking he does things he fundraises money and he raises a lot of yeah supports for them and he is also like personal stuff we we share like he doesn't practice any religion and he doesn't eat uh, a lot of meat so it's a personal one we have we also know you play the trumpet yes yeah uh, since when did you start it like playing the trumpet or is there any other other uh, music instrument that you would like to learn how to play like the harmonica like Charlie does or do you know oh, how to play? no I, I play a little bit of keyboards I play melodica and I play the some percussions and yeah trumpet trumpet I was going to 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 study as a musician but uh, I wasn't very good <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a long career, and you have to study a lot. You have to practice a lot too. And I personally think you have to start very early. It's like an athlete. You have to be every day on it, which is probably as any career should be, right? But especially athletes and musicians, they have to be practicing, yeah, and start very early too. That helps a lot. So. When I was going to study as a musician, I I noticed I I had a lot of uh, stuff in, uh, against me, and one of it was uh, my age, I guess, because I was probably around 17 or 19, and I felt I was already old. But uh, but yeah, I I play trumpet as an amateur. And uh, I support some bands here sometimes. But yeah, I, I want to play more. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Well, thank you so much for the interview. We don't want to keep you from doing the. No, it's okay. the and thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Hello, everybody. We're back, and it's time to see our goodbyes. Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, you guys just heard um, Chema Scandal's interview. He's a really great person. He told us about his experience when he met um, Charlie and uh, organized. And um, he told us uh, all that I, good stuff. Yeah. When he started playing with the trumpet. But unfortunately, we had to wrap it up for today. Oh, one thing, remember, you're listening to WPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, your locally in Little Village. My name is Ryan. And my name is Emmanuel. And we'll see you in the next one. Deuces. Hello. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing (gasps) production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, 
or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.